Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jess Cooper, and with me today is a cousin of someone who's like a little bit like, you know, darker and grittier. I thought I was the darker, grittier cousin. Hi. Yeah. Today we're talking about Sun Dragon or Soon Dragon. Oh. Soon Dragon. Depending on, you know. Or it could be. It could be Sundra gone as well. I mean... Depends on where you put the infinite. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we're talking about Sun Dragon. So, are you aware of Moon Dragon? Yes. Okay. Well, what do you imagine her cousin would look like? <laughs> um, Moon Dragon, but rolled out of a, like a hot topic. Well, mm, no. Really? Okay. Well, here, here's what she looks like. All right. So, what a what a fit. What a fit. It's definitely a choice. It's almost like a like burlesque, but there's a real unfortunately placed sort of a not a loincloth, but a oh, that is that is not a loincloth. It's like a front tail. It's like a front tail. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like yeah. a it's like a front tail that looks like it belongs on a lizard. Yeah, and you think I, I have the essential version, so it's black and white. Um, what you think is a is a deep V going down almost to her to her cubus uh, is actually the opposite. Like that's covered. Uh, this is skin. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me go look again. Okay. Okay. So this part. That's this part? covered. That's covering. Yes. This is skin. Okay, that is how I interpret it. Yeah, that's how I interpreted it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was the opposite. No, that a I, bit. I, it looked very much like a burlesque Vegas showgirl sort of outfit. Which also, like, she must spend a lot on fashion tape. There's a lot. Yeah, of- yeah. I'd be, I'd be mm-hmm. absolutely busting out. Yeah, you might as well just be nude at a certain <laughs> point. She does have pauldrons, though, so it'd be a little awkward to just have the pauldrons <laughs> there. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so her name is uh, Pamela Doug- Douglas. Okay. It's cousin. Yeah. Of, well, the, I guess the niece of the niece of Arthur Douglas, a.k.a. Drax, the destroyer, and the cousin, too. Um, I forgot her name. How did I forget her name? Moon Dragon's name? Ooh, ooh. Heather, Heather Douglas. Um, so she was a f- she was a former magazine editor. Oh, wow! Well, good, good yeah. for her. Yeah, I don't um, imagine she wore- doesn't have any other occupation. Don't imagine she wore yeah. that into the office, or maybe that's why she's a former magazine editor. I mean, I'm not one. Okay, so first off, I'm not one to really like police the way people are dressing. No, no. The world's on fire. We're all going to die. Where would you want? I think your hips need to be covered at least. At least. Like, I'm just saying, like, you could be wearing, like, what is effectively a thong. I, I shouldn't be seeing, like, your hip bones. Like, you know, put, put on, like, some 
boy shorts or something. something. You could be almost some naked. hot pants. Like, some hot pants. Like you could show just as you could show more skin than what she's wearing right now, and I'd be okay with it. It's the it's placement. Just, it, it's it's the just place- it's gonna be awkward. It's the placement, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, looks like she's about to have a, like a labia fallout at any point. Yeah, like, rather- yeah. That the the gusset on that fit is uh, hanging on by a thread. Yeah, you know. I think I think if I had a dress code, it'd be like, you know, your your primary sexual uh, organs should not almost fall out. That's going to be my own. Yeah, thing. you know. Yeah, if you're worried they might pick a different outfit, you shouldn't be worried they might. Yeah, I, I'm just saying primary. You can go tits out if you want. Oh yeah, no, that's the special thing we do on Tuesdays. Yeah, you can go tits tits out Tuesday. Yeah, and you know what? This goes for everyone. Everyone can be sure. Every- it's the new rule. When I am queen, it'll be tits yeah. out Tuesday, and if you'd like, just whip them on out. It doesn't have to be Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if people get weird about it, we'll, we'll say something to them. You know, we pull them away, there's a way to be, you know, sometimes people want to be objectified, sometimes people don't. You should learn that by the time you're 18. Yes. Context, everybody. But I'm just saying primary sexual organs should be barely covered. Yes, so that's how she lost her job at the New Yorker. Yeah. Now, uh, she is a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. People don't really know who she is. She was a magazine editor, um, and they I don't guess, know who she is. Well, because she's Sun Dragon now. Okay. True. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, it's I understand a little bit uh, from that. Um. Now. Her place of birth is unrevealed. No other aliases. She is single. No relatives is, uh, well, Arthur Douglas, a.k.a. Drax the Destroyer, who was her uncle. And she first showed up in a series I never heard of before, but it seemed to be just like a uh, Hawkeye title without it being called Hawkeye. Oh, interesting. It seemed to also be after, after uh, West Coast Avengers, or maybe concurrently. Um, but it's Solo Avengers issue number 16 in March 1989. The Sinister Secret of Saddam and Secrets. Oh. And uh, this cover, I think, is pretty good yeah. for the most part. Uh, you have a kind of a half and half uh, page, I mean, layout. So you have Solo Avengers starring Hawkeye and Moondragon. So I'm, I'm guessing it might have been like a backup thing. Like they had yeah, two stories. Yeah. Be, yeah. So you have uh, on the right, left hand side, Hawk and Widow learns this sinister secret of Saddam. And they have like this, what I'm guessing is like a cyborg because it looks like there's like a red laser kind of a eye. Brain. Yeah, like a brain and kind of a and, Cylon thing going on and, around it. Yeah, and you have Hawkeye and Black Widow, and Black Widow's fit. I do like that fit a lot. I do. The yeah. Gray, it was. The gray uh, bodysuit with the uh, spider titty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although her outfit now is more practical, I'll say that. Yeah, but there's no um, spider titty, and that's where you lose me. I know. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just need sometimes you just need something pointing out just one titty, just the one. Um, it's my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this goes this goes for people with and without titties. Well, pr- prominent titties, you know? You just need one. Pick your favorite. Be like, this is my favorite one. This is my, I think this is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> Emblazing a large spider on it. 
Um, and then on the right-hand side, you have bonus feature, the riotous resurrection of the Psychic Avenger. And you have, uh, you have Moondragon, whole thing. And also, Moondragon is real shady. I don't know why she was on so many teams. Did you know she took mental control over an entire, an entire planet and then had her, them worship her as a goddess? Oh. And then kind of committed a genocide? Oh, just kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a genocide. And also, she abducted Hellcat, just to be like, hey, I'm gonna give you powers you never wanted. Oh, well. And then took them away? You didn't appreciate them enough. Yeah, but, no, whatever, I'm gonna, I just, I just don't know why Moondragon was on so many teams as a hero, which she's clearly more of a villain. Yeah. In almost every aspect, but, you know. Now she's not. Now she's just, uh, a space lesbian, which is a regular lesbian, but she's in space. Love that. Yeah. I've read many books about space lesbians. I'm very, I, it's my favorite, it's my favorite type of lesbian. <laughs> uh, everyone should read Gideon the Ninth. Also, I heard that the unspoken name is pretty good. Uh, a lot of people who really like uh, Gideon the Ninth and uh, Haro the Ninth speak of it in similar ways. Interesting. And also it has a title from the author of, it has a quote from the author of getting in the ninth, like right on the front. Oh, nice. Because I think they they knew who they needed to uh, appeal to. Pander to. Yeah. Uh, also, it's starring an orc who's a lesbian, ooh, which is just ooh. like, ooh, ooh. Snap me in half. My second type of le- favorite lesbian yes. is, is orc lesbians. My third is just like, you know, regular earth lesbians, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> just a regular kind. Just regular Earth lesbian. I'm sorry, you're you know third on my list, Brandon. But like, <laughs> well, the, I don't know what Earth bisexuals land for you, but oh no, we're, well, see, okay. So if I'm talking about just lesbians, like that's you know yeah. whatever. Earth bisexuals are like set my second favorite. Yay, bisexuals. yay! I'm moving on up. My, my my favorite bisexual is space bisexual though. Which I'm is... trying. They won't let me up there. They say I'm grossly under unqualified. <laughs> Eventually, eventually, all of us will be able to become space whatever. You know what? Actually, you know what? I've read enough of the Expanse to know that space cishet people need to just not exist because they tend to yep. make capitalism. Yep, yep. And then when the when the yeah. queers do it, we make a Star Trek. We make our fully automated luxury gay space communism. Yeah, when when the queers when the queers do it, we make uh, we have uh, space magic with like. We have space magic, first off. And, like, not, like, none of that, like, weak Star Wars stuff, like, you know, like, necromancy, and, uh, like, things that make you be able to use magic to, like, cook up into a, like, a fucking shit, <laughs> and, like, as, like, your goddamn brain, or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it's cool. Uh, let's just say queers need to colonize space. Well, no, sorry, not colonize. No. Just, like, you know, hang out up just there. Just vibe up the there. Places that they're okay to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, just vibe, you know? Space <laughs> space queers, my favorite type of queers. <laughs> uh, Heather is a space space lesbian. She's not my favorite, though. She's my favorite category, but not my not favorite. Not your favorite of that category. No, no. Um, but no, the cover for this is pretty good. And also, it just looks like Solo Hawkeye, uh, like Solo Avengers was, was just, it was just a Hawkeye title. Yeah. Why don't they just call it Hawkeye? Maybe... Like, it's kind of like how uh, Marvel 2-in-1 was the thing plus someone. Yeah. Or Marvel 
team up was just Spider-Man plus someone yeah, for most of yep. it. I feel like they wanted to keep their options open. They're like, nah, people like this spider guy. Amazing Amazing Adventures for a little while was just a um was just a beast title mm-hmm. when they didn't have like an ongoing uh, X-Men book. And before he was in the Avengers. <clears throat> also, um, people need to start canceling Beast. He's uh pretty bad. Beast is cancelled. You heard it, everybody. Spread the word. Um, he 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 uh he was gonna release um mutinates on the inhumans. Yeah. Yep. Because he felt like he needed to it felt like that would be better. Cancel Beast, Cancel Beast, also, Cancel Beast 2021. Yeah, also also he did time travel a bunch of but well a younger version of him and the O five to present time to make a point and uh fucked up and couldn't get bring them back and kinda messed them up real bad. Yeah. Also, he teams up with Dark Beast all the time as well, which is supposed to be the basically Nazi version of him. Yeah, yeah. Also, he almost killed a bunch of world leaders recently. Well. And the, yeah. Beast is, I don't want to bring Beast up to, like, the level. I don't want to bring them up to the level of, like, Xavier or, But he's like, pushing Reed. it. He's pushing it. He's pushing it real close. He's pushing like, it. He's, he's some really thin ice, and by thin ice, he already fell in. Yeah, he's really pushing ice. it. But like, but like he's not. Mm, yeah. But that being said, Sun Dragon. <clears throat> so Pamela Douglas was an editor uh, for a business trade journal, the Manhattan Project, living in Manhattan Soho district. The man. Mm, okay, that's clever, but also does not convey the meaning that I think you'd yeah, want to convey. No. no. Clever. Yeah, yeah, maybe not the thing you want to compare your uh, (laughs) your design stuff with. Yeah, Uh, she became conscious of strange thoughts that were not her own coming into her mind. Finally, she mentally heard herself addressed by the superhuman known as Moon Dragon, who was actually her cousin, Heather Douglas. Months before Moon Dragon again had fallen under the sway of the sinister cosmic entity called the Dragon of the Moon. And I feel like that's just, I feel like that's a mistake. Like, it's not, I feel like that's her, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Lying. Yeah. Lying's the word. Yeah, a lie. I think it's a lie. I would, I would hate um, that. I'm not going to give her benefit I would of the hate doubt. that if I'm just hanging out, though, and my cousin starts talking in my head, though. I'll be like, get the fuck out of here, Jamie. I don't want you in here. I would. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Nothing in common. I don't like you. Yeah. Uh, under the dragon's influence, Moon Dragon had fought the former former teammates, the members of the Defenders, in a battle that ended with Moon Dragon's body being turned into ashes. Uh, Moon Dragon's weakened mind was set adrift and eventually fused itself with the mind of Pamela Douglas, her closest living relative on Earth. Meanwhile, on Titan, the largest of Saturn's moon, where Moon Dragon developed her superhuman powers, the computer Isaac. Uh, began to grow a new body for Moon Dragon that had been cloned from her original one. I mean, it'd be weird if it was cloned by not her original one, by a different yeah. thing completely. Cloned from a golden retriever. <laughs> We're gonna put your mind in the body of this random body we found. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Just something random. Yeah. <sighs> now, um, it had taken a while between Moon Dragon's mind recovered enough psychic strength to communicate with Pamela's mind. 
Pamela was seemingly menaced by a man wearing a mystical crystal. Turns out the inside of the crystal was the consciousness of Moondragon's fellow defender Isaac Christians, the gargoyle, whose body had been turned into ashes in the battle between her and the moon, and the defenders. Uh, under the Moondragon's influence, under the dragon's influence, Moondragon had expelled Christian spirit, Christian spirit from his body. And Christian's mind had found refuge within this crystal. Now repentant, Moondragon offered to take Christians to Titan with her. Kind of the least you can do. Yeah. Honestly. You want to hitch a ride? You good? Come on. Hop in. Also, he probably could have gotten a new body on Earth. I mean, it's not unheard of. It's comics. Could have been in a robot body. Could have a big old robot body. Upgrade. Right now, uh, Tony Stark is technically an AI in a meat suit. Yeah, yep. So, you know. Uh, Pamela Pamela agreed to travel to Titan in Moondragon's spaceship, the Sensatio 2, bringing <laughs> Moondragon's consciousness with the her. The Sensatio 2 sounds like new on Adam and Eve, the Sensatio 2. Oh, <laughs> the Sensatio 2 sounds like it's either a pleasure barge or it's something you, you stimulate your downstairs Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going for, exactly. Yeah, that's what that sounds like. But continue. Yeah. And uh, it's the upgraded model. She's like, oh, my, sh- uh, my from- ship? Oh, I named it after my most favorite thing in the world. <laughs> this, is, this, is my other sh- this is my other ship, the Hitachi Magic Wand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, uh, you, you may think that it has weapons. No, it doesn't. All, it does not. It's just... Just don't go in that back room. We haven't cleaned it yet. <laughs> it's real slippery. <laughs> um, and yeah, so under wait, I already yeah, so on Titan Moon Dragon's mind was transferred to the newly born infant body that Isaac's prepared on Titan. Pamela met Demeter, one of the internals. Demeter. One of the Eternals of Titan, and they begin to fall in love with each other. Demeter. That's spelt a lot like Demeter, but there's like a Y instead of a E at the end. Oh, it's probably still Demeter, and it's just comic spelling. It's probably a dude, though, because I don't think they... No, unfortunately, it's probably a dude. Like, I forget when Alpha Flight 106 happened, but like, I think they only had like one openly gay character for a long time. Yeah. And... And unfortunately, as funny as him coming out by yelling, I'm gay, really loud, <laughs> it's, uh, he was also kind of forced to, which is proud to tradition of X-Men. forcing people to out themselves yeah. in Marvel, because they do that a decent amount. <laughs> Bendis. <clears throat> also, Bendis. Okay. So, I still hate him for ruining a multi-year, really good stretch. Of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Because he just wanted to have a character he was writing mm-hmm. doing Shadow Cat. Yep. It was clear he was just writing fanfic. What if I was Star Lord and what if I was. I like Kitty Pride a normal amount. A normal amount. Nothing weird. I Do I put her in everything? Yeah. It was that's weird. fine. I, I do. I put her in everything. It's nothing weird. Respectfully. Respectfully, I would like her to doink me. I mean, Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, because it was obvious what was happening. Yeah. Now, would it have been interesting if uh, 
if she took the Star Lord mantle and kind of stayed in on the Guardians. Yeah, I would, a little more. It would have been interesting, yeah, a little more compelling. But also, they had the worst sign of Groot in that run. He looked like a Rasta. <laughs> um, I'm very particular about how you do Rocket and Groot. Like, you have to draw them the right yeah. way. Because if you don't, I'm not going to read it. Agreed. And, like, people either go too raccoony for Rocket Raccoon, or, like, too cartoony. Say too, and you have to do the middle. Cute. Yeah. You have to do the middle. And Groot needs to look like a rocking tree. Yeah. Don't try to give him hair. Yeah. That's my only rule. Don't give him hair. As soon as you give him hair, you, you... You you messed it up. Yeah. Like, just don't give him hair. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> and people give him hair. He's supposed to look like a walking tree. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a log. But with hair? No, no. <laughs> don't. He's allowed to have leaves everywhere. Don't give him on his head. Also, don't make it look like he has locks. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, no, let's give the tree hair and let's make it problematic. Yeah. Now, that being said, uh, yeah, Bendis, uh, why'd you, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? I mean, I know why. It's because he wanted to live vicariously through Star-Lord and Doink. Because, like, I wasn't the only one who picked that up either. No, I feel like no, a lot I, of people picked remember, that up, like, very I remember quickly. when it was coming out and that was kind of the, is he? Yeah, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, because Star Lord changed his entire mm-hmm. thing as well. Because it was clearly, clearly writing self insert fanfic. <laughs> what if, what if I was really good and a prince, and also was doinking my favorite <laughs> childhood character from a crush? <laughs> you know, that'd be like if I was writing myself into an Inhumans comic. And guess what? Black Bolt was God, and <laughs> Medusa had to date just me. Only me, all <laughs> the time. What? Boom Boom has a new has a new partner and it just happens to look like me? Oh no. It's a coincidence. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I only described it's it in real. detail to the artist, that's all. Ileana oh my god, Ileana is just like has like this like real soft real soft uh partner now that she just adores. Oh no. That's weird, isn't ah, it? Good for her. <laughs> also her and her and Shadowcat ship them together. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Just make them kiss. Actually, they did kiss, but it was on Battle World story. And she was riding on a demon version of her brother while that was happening. They did kiss. They should kiss more, though. More, yes. They should continuously kiss. All the that time. All the, the time. Never stop. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted an X-Men book where it's just like, characters are kissing, and that's it. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want a Venom. I want a Ven- I also want a Venom book. Would be like, guess what? The Venom and whoever they're bound with, they're kissing all the time. <laughs> Never stop. Yep, yep. They just, you know, just give me that book. Just give me that book where the characters I like are kissing. I guess I could write that as a fanfic, but also I don't want to. I just want it to be done by someone else. Yes, the idea's out there. Somebody do I- it. I know what's happening. Yeah, somebody do it for them already. Send- Send Jesse links. Yeah. Yes. Someone write a story about characters I like kissing. You should know characters I like by yeah. now. If you've been listening to this. I have over 700 episodes. So you should know. 600. No, 600 episodes. Sorry. 700 is going to be coming soon. But, but yeah. Um, we got off on a tangent yes. about me wanting things to kiss each other. It happens. Uh, you know, it does. Uh, so 
uh, Pamela and the infant moon dragon who is possessed by an adult consciousness and the crystal containing Christensen's spirit return to space in the, Sensens- the Sensatia 2. However, they were soon captured by members of the Dance, a now nearly extinct alien race whose motives in intervening in the affairs of other worlds were inscrutable. One of the Dance used its powers to paralyze Pamela and the infant Heather. Okay, it doesn't take much to just hold out a baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't need to paralyze a baby. Yeah. You've got to just like put it in a box and like close the lid, hook some air holes in it. So like someone someone in the book did that, and they're like, the baby, Craig? I'm sorry. She looked at me funny. Now, Pamela, I understand. But, you know. Um, And... Also, how inscrutable are you talking about? How inscrutable is interfering? Like... Like, you had to have a reason, and even just, we were bored, is a reason. Now I just have the man's without hats. (laughs) Socks like my head for like... Uh, and then they move them towards a column of plasma, seemingly killing them. Moondragon cannot use her own powers to resist, due to the fact that she was now inhabiting a infant's body. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's comics. Uh, and she can only <laughs> she can only telepathically tell Pamela that uh, Pamela herself had latent psionic powers. And urged her to use them. Tapping into these powers, she activated them and created an energy field to protect her and Heather from being harmed by the plasma. Demeter himself, well, Demeter teleported their presence into their presence, and three of them, along with the crystal, continued traveling through space. Uh, Pamela realized that Dance may have staged the whole episode in order to activate her latent powers. Which, that's a thing I guess you can do. I guess? I guess? I mean, it's real elaborate. Some might say uh, their, their reasons were inscrutable as to why they chose yeah, to do it that way. You know what? <laughs> you know what? They, it was inscrutable. Like, I yeah, why now. would they do it that that's way? The- I don't know. They're inscrutable. It says in the encyclopedia. <laughs> They're using the Christian defense when you're saying, why would they give a baby leukemia? I don't know. God just does that sometimes. You're not supposed to understand everything. Chill out. It turns out dance works in mysterious ways. <laughs> uh, the alien race and the art form. Oh, yeah. Um, later, Pamela and her companions encountered Cloud, the sentient nebula, who took human form and served for a time as a member of the Fenders. Okay, I now realize something. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the the newest Defenders book mm-hmm. has Cloud in it. I thought they were doing like a... I thought they were going to do like Singularity from A-Force. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, they need to get more play. Yeah, they were such a good... They um, were such a good character. Yeah, but they definitely need to get more play. But that, it's weird. Because I thought that they just made up Cloud. And they did They did nothing to say, hey, the last time Cloud was here was, you know, whatever. They didn't do that in the book. No, they didn't do the editor's note saying, hey, this was no, a character No, they're just before. like, sure, sure, they're, they're new. Yeah, which, which I feel like if it's a long, I feel like if it's a not well-known character, you should probably do that. 
Yeah, especially if it's you one. Know, do like especially a, when it came out that long ago. Yeah, you know, like no, thirty years ago. No, thirty-two years ago. No, twenty-nine years ago. When did it come out? Wait, do I know? It was eighty-nine or Uh-oh. something. I don't know. Thirty-one, thirty-two. I'll find out more about Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> which which is weird because during according to my math, uh, two thousand the year two thousand was just ten years ago. So yeah. Yeah, same. I know it doesn't make any no, sense. No, but my math, yeah. but my math is it was just ten years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, twenty twenty ten was like three years ago. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's been ten years ago for twenty tw- twenty one years now. <laughs> I'm definitely not getting old. I'm not even that old right now, but I do feel old sometimes. Like my favorite album when I was a kid is it's now over twenty years old. <laughs> It could technically be played on the oldies channel. Yeah, hate that. Oh, hate that. It's like when I heard Green when I heard when I heard Green Day uh, on a classic rock channel, and I was like, "All right, that's enough music for today." D- did you know the first My Chemical Romance uh, title is going to be considered classic rock in less than ten years? You know the the thing that got me through middle school and high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that the youth is also picking up on all the emo shit that we that we dropped behind. the The youths are doing the things that we did when we were teens. Like I never teens, stopped. So. I'm still trash for my camp. <laughs> I mean, I, ne- I never yeah. really stopped. see. Okay, here's the thing. I realized after a certain point that I can look emo. I don't have to be white. But at the same time, I settled into a very I don't know. I just want to be comfortable all the yeah. time. <laughs> that being said, I could technically buy trip pants right now. And emo, emo's really, uh, really in the heart, you know. Yeah. No. What's What's more emo than wanting the but wanting to change yourself completely because you don't feel like you fit in with exactly. A group? What's more exactly. emo than it's that? It's the most emo. You know? Also, it's real good because all the all the um. Also, it's real fun because seeing uh like aggressively emo uh couples having children. Yes. Is like so heartwarming. Yes. 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 I'm just. It's so heartwarming, like seeing and seeing like like aggressively goth people have children as well, or even better, aggressively goth uh, like wife or husband and just like a really normal ass person. Yeah, I am the the aggressively uh, all emo uh, partner, and uh, yeah, and I you know I'm just glad. Or sometimes you get like the pastel person, and then like you know the real. I, you know, I just, you know, it's just nice that they, that they kept their sense of style and also grew up and were responsible with poor child. You know, it's great. Um, that being said, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, by now Moondragon had mastered her new body enough that she could walk and use her screen powers through it and cast illusions, making herself appear to have an actual adult body. Oh my, <sighs> this is running into something I... I have a problem with the Hal Jordan. Did you know Hal Jordan was like legit dating a child for yes, a while yes. and used his green ring to make her yes. look like a Yeah, Hal Jordan yep, sucks. Yep. Also, also on top of that, he got angry at 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 the guardians of the entire galaxy. They'd be like, "Can I use this massive power to help just this one city on Earth?" Yep. He got mad at them. So he killed all of them. I'm going to get what I he want. He became an evil person how does anyone like hal jordan he's a space cop first off he's a space cop second off 
there's a reason why he's going to always be on the bottom of my list of favorite Green Lanterns yep. from all the time. <sighs> Unfortunately, Jeff Johns really likes him, so Ooh, I yeah. had to read his really good run, even though I don't like him at all. Current run doesn't really have Hal Jordan in it, so it has uh, has John Stewart and um, Joe something, uh, the one that's written by N- M.K. Jemison, uh, the Far Sector. Uh, uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Joe something. Mm-hmm. I just know that she's one of the best, and John Stewart is really good. Joe's Kilowog, and almost everyone else in uh, the Green Lantern. So. Safe for Guy Gardner. He can um, he can go hang out with Hal. Uh, okay. Mm, okay. I don't. I, I don't. I'm, okay. I'm. I don't mm, care about. Okay. It's my my dark secret. I'm not big into the lanterns in the first place. Unless you're throwing some red lanterns at me where I'm like, yeah, fucking rage. Um, so apart from like Blackest Night, I I've never read a lanterns where I'm like, yes, I very much enjoyed this. I'd like to read more. I okay. The Jeff Johns run of it, like, I really like how he wrote like ev- almost everyone except for Hal Jordan, because he likes them for some reason. And first off, the red lanterns are the best because first off, Atrocious has a pet cat. Exactly. And he will destroy a planet mm-hmm. for that pet cat if you kick it. Mm-hmm. So, like you should. And that pet cat will puke blood on people. Yes, and, it's a good uh, baby. rip them shred to shreds. Uh, I'm very... That's my whole thing. I just want, I just want cats to be in comics more. Um, but red lanterns, orange lanterns, blue lanterns to a certain extent, but they're kind of like cop adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, think I don't like the space cop thing. That's why red lanterns, I'm like, hell yeah. I just like Lars Fleas. I just like how he has the power of an entire Lantern Corps uh, because he refuses to yeah. let go of his battery. And he uses the dead bodies that he kills as constructs who, by the way, has about his power level. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. I like Lars Fleas. He's such a dumb boy. I love him so much. <laughs> but that being said, uh, yeah, so, uh, Allowing glow, growing jealous over the attraction shown to Pamela by Cloud, the meter and mentor, uh, and feeling unloved, Moondragon attacked Pamela and teleported her from the crystal training Christensen, Christian's soul into space to save their lives. Uh, Cloud released the last of Pamela's uh, latent superhuman powers, thus, from an nearby star pamela was able to summon a great dragon made of plasma and she was that she was able to ride okay that's cool uh pamela's (laughs) pamela's own psionic powers enabled her to withstand the heat of the plasma in conditions of space you don't have to explain it away rule of cool yeah it's fine enough yeah you know let's just say it's cool when you make a plasma dragon from your mind Write it, write it off into the cosmos. Attack your technically baby cousin. Very literally baby cousin. Shake Could you could you shake him? It's not that hard. You didn't need a dragon. The, no, no, you just shake yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> they, There's they, a whole thing they, about they it. Them. You just you, Yeah, like you like you like 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 you their little bobblehead, you just shake it around. Just less than I do my almond milk. Yeah. Um so, uh, but Cloud used some, the crystal vaporized, but Cloud used some of his manner of the star 
to create her own matter to make a new body for Christian uh, Christians and crowd and then she also endowed Christians to change from gargoyle form to his human form and back Pamela took the new name of Sun Dragon Moon Dragon reconciled with Cloud Sun Dragon and Gargoyle and Demeter and the latter for continue traveling throughout space riding the plasma dragon that's cool cool too bad she uh, barely shows up. It is. <laughs> She's just because that would be cool. She showed up in five ish. Nope, four issues. Someone needs to bring her back. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I, plasma dragon's pretty cool. Just shows up like I've just been off my plasma dragon this whole time. What's everyone doing? Yeah. Well, uh, she is five six. Uh, weighs three one oh three. Has five blue eyes, six and weighs one oh three. She is very skinny. I just. She's basically anorexic. Marvel though. constantly is like, she's six foot four and weighs 102 pounds. I'm like, Marvel. <clears throat> yeah, also, like, yeah, she should be like closer to five foot if she was weighing, weighing that much without being like anorexic, basically. Um, and they, they also like undershoot the male, like the, the, the dude characters a lot mm-hmm. as well. Like if you're like six foot nine, you're not weighing two fifty. Right? No, you're closer to three three fifty, yep. and that's if you don't have a lot of muscle mass. Like it's just it's proportions like matter a lot. Um, but <clears throat> she she has like regular strength basically. Um, but she has various psionic abilities, which are great, but uh, though great are considerably less than Moon Dragon. Sundragon create protective psionic fields to shield herself from various forms of harm, including intense heat, harmful radiation, and adverse conditions of outer space. Her powers also enable her to survive in space, either uh, without breathing or by somehow creating oxygen for her to breathe. Presumably, she also has psionic navigational sense that enables her to direct her journeys throughout space. You could just... You don't need to do that. No. Just... She's flying her dragon through space. Just, just let, let her, her do it. You don't have to explain it all the way. Let her do, let's just let her do her thing. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I understand this is a cyclopedia. You know, you know what? Sometimes I sometimes I'm upset when they don't provide enough information. Some, yeah. You don't need to for yeah, this sometimes, one. Sometimes nah. Nah. She's five issues. So let it be cool. No. Do I wanna know do I wanna know more about why North Star was in a Quebecois separatist territory? Yes, group? please. Yeah. Give me more of that. The the science um, of how she operates uh, this plasma dragon in space. I don't care. She's a cosmic character. They, they can do whatever, do whatever they, want. they want. Yeah. <laughs> like I have the same rules for magic users as I do for like people who have like you know cosmic level stuff. They just, just do, do what it. they want. You don't need to. I also apply those same rules to people with battle suits. So Iron Man yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Whatever. It's all magic. You could just explain it away with a couple of like babbles. That's it. So, uh, Sun Dragon also commands a great dragon created by a cloud from the plasma of a star. Dragon continues to exist as long as Sun Dragon wills it to. Uh, should the dragon cease to exist, Sun Dragon can contact Cloud through the mental link and maintain between them and request Cloud to create a new plasma dragon for her. She might, she might show up in the new Defenders story. That'd be cool. There has been a she might, uh, but um, but Cloud is there, so maybe someone will pick that up. I forget who writes it, but 
you know, uh, the writers nowadays uh, really likes bringing back really old, obscure characters. Yeah, there's encyclopedias full of them. They should. They, some of them literally go through the Bible yeah, handbook yeah. and be like, that's cool. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Tom DeFalco wrote a lot of his uh, Spider-Man that stuff. Tracks. And, uh, yeah, like, it's just like, that's cool. He also had zoo cards <laughs> uh, where, like, he would pick up animals. So that's why we got Puma. I love it. Like, that's yeah. a new, that's, that's one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they also have the whole Marvel research team, which uh, looks through all this stuff. You know, yeah. Speaking of, I need to talk to Rob again. But, uh, that being said, this ran a little bit longer than normal, but also I had a lot to say. Yeah, so. surprising amount about, um, Sun Dragon. You know, at least tangentially related oh, yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. But, uh, I have a rule. I can get, I can get, uh, two steps away. That's a good rule. Yeah, that's a good rule. I get two steps away. Yeah. Once I get to the third, I have to stop. (laughs) (laughs) And I cut anything else after that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I didn't wrangle myself real good on this one. But that being said, what do you have to plug? Um, Yeah, I write and voice act on the audio drama Today's Lucky Winner. It's a chaotic supernatural comedy. Um, I've heard it called... Uh, Buffy for stoners, um, and it is available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, our first season is finished, so you've uh, by the time this airs, our first season will be finished more than likely. Uh, it finishes October fifteenth, and you'll have twenty seven episodes of goodness to listen to in the interim. Um, but yeah, it's today's lucky winner. Um, you can find us at Lucky Winner Show on. Uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then you can find me uh, at Hot Sauce Ghost on Twitter. And yeah, the show's real fun. I voice a horny Grim Reaper. So, yeah. Well, uh, my name is Jesse. I have a link to all of the uh, podcasts that I do in the description because right now I refuse to do my plugs. <laughs> my brain hurts. Uh, if you want to support me monetarily, there's also a link in the description for, for the Patreon. And uh, maybe you tell a friend, or maybe just like, you know, rate, review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. So algorithms know that, uh, you know, I'm worth listening to. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. We can dance if we want to. We've got all your life in mind. As long as we abuse it, never gonna lose it, everything will work out right. I see, we can dance if we want to, we can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. I see, we can dance, we can dance, everything's out of control. We can dance, we can dance, we're doing it from pole to pole. We can dance, we can dance, everybody look at your hands. We can dance. We can dance, everybody's making a chance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance It's safe to dance